It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I was recently approached and asked some questions in one of my advanced product owner classes about definition of ready. So definition of ready has always been something interesting to me because I think definition of ready and definition of done oftentimes tread in similar water. And I wanted to give some clarification about definition of ready, but I had the question posed, should the definition of ready become our agile contract? And that made me stop and ponder because I can tell you that I've heard uh, different opinions on this from different people. So, so let's, let's break it down real quick. So back in the day, way back when Scrum first started to become popular, there was this concept of three states or phases that meant that you were implementing Scrum properly. There was ready, meaning the backlog item was ready to be started in the next sprint. Done, meaning the backlog item was completed and is releasable to production. And then deployed, meaning that it had been deployed and could be in the consumer's hands. And a lot of people call that done and done done, right? Since then, the concept of definition of ready and definition of done have been toyed with to help teams and organizations understand how to apply those three principles. And I don't know that I would go as far as to say that these are must have things in order for you to successfully implement. I definitely feel like definition of done is, but definition of ready has been pretty loosey goosey. So with that being said, I want to kind of talk about definition of ready and how it's been abused. So here we go. If you believe that, you know, you should have a specific definition of ready uh, or a qualifying gate for items to enter into the sprint, I don't question that. I definitely believe that there should be some pre-qualifier that says that work is ready to be placed inside of a sprint and ready to be executed. No question. But I feel like sometimes when you try to apply an organizational definition of ready or even a team level definition of ready, that you're limiting what people can do or you're pigeonholing how things are prepared by product owners in order for it to meet the definition of ready. There's just sometimes where it doesn't apply, I guess, is where I'm trying to go. And it's, it's, it's confusing because if you don't work in an architecture, infrastructure, or a heavily regulated sector, this may not even be something that you understand or have to deal with regularly. It's, it's just one of those things that we need to have something in place to hand it over to the scrum team, but it should never be used as a hardcore contract. I've seen many times where this is a contract to decide whether work can be handed over to the team. Uh, let's I'm trying to think of an example. Maybe the team created a list of things that must be provided with a request as their definition of ready in order for the request to be entered into the sprint. Um, there's a rule that says no backlog item can be added to their backlog until the team reviews the request and checks all the boxes for mandatory information that they will approve the new item in order for it to be added by the product owner. The definition of ready in this case became a contract between the team and other parties. The consequences are, this is gonna reinforce big upfront analysis of requirements and slow down overall productivity. 
and it's going to hurt people's motivation of coming up with new ideas and being innovative. So I feel like if we are pigeonholing people with the definition of ready, it could become overwhelming. Now, I do also want to give you the flip side. I was recently working with an organization, a heavy marketing organization for a large entertainment industry. And what I can tell you is they received so many requests that did not meet their definition of ready that people were haphazardly putting information in or putting in bad dates or delivery deadlines, or whatever the case may be, that it almost became mandatory for them to put some type of definition already around it just to corral people to say, hey, you got to give us some basic information before we can even consider. And I think that part of this is just a lack of education. It's the easiest way for me to describe it. There's a lack of knowledge or a lack of understanding of Agile where the team doesn't understand that the backlog is a list of ideas that may or may not be implemented. So they don't have to be perfect. If you're treating the backlog as committed requirements and will be and must be done, uh, you know, I think there's a difference between an active queue of things that are being teed up for next sprint and a list of ideas that are being considered for future development or delivery. And I think that in the Agile Manifesto, it calls it out when it says individuals and interactions over processes and tools and customer collaboration over contract negotiation. If you think of the definition of ready as a token or a handover rather than a, a contract, or a, if you think of it like that, instead of a handshake or a conversation, I always say that a story card is a placeholder for a future conversation. And I believe I learned that from Mike Cohn. Uh, if you think about it from that perspective, even once the story is written, it's only a placeholder for us to talk about something. That work's not going to enter the queue until it meets specific parameters. But it doesn't mean that we have to have a structured definition of ready just to get something in the backlog. Does that make sense? And I think that if you have this lack of structure, um, it's going to stop uh, interruption. So the team in this sense, has no way to stop interruptions during a sprint because new requests have been thrown on a team uh, and they have to sort through those and figure out whether they meet the definition of ready or whether they cross the fence. I, I think that if we don't have such a rigid definition of ready, it's going to stop interruptions and cause the team to be able to flow better. And I think that it also will give us the ability to gain clarity on solutions as opposed to just making sure it checks boxes. I've seen many times where items check boxes, but they're not clear and there's not a good understanding and we don't have a conversation around a big work. And I think that if we leverage definition of ready as a tool for collaboration and educate everyone about why we have a definition of ready and what minimal things need to be there and make sure that we're not asking for too much, just enough to have a conversation. It allows for the team to be engaged early, but in a structured way through uh, through a definition of ready refinement meeting. And I think that if we limit this to an hour or less per week, per week and give the team a chance to kind of take a quick look and understand the why, what, and how before things hit the sprint, that this turns it more into refinement and less of definition of ready. And I really do believe that when I hear the words definition of ready, sometimes I cringe because what I would rather hear is, a well-defined, well-refined backlog. And if you're doing that, that's going to lead you to be successful with Agile. 
That's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, learn more at AgileDad.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.